When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. New York is the city that never sleeps, and neither does Sal Licata. From Flushing in the Bronx to the Meadowlands in MSG, Sal sounds off on the biggest sports news of the day. Welcome to WFAN Daily with Sal Licata. Hello and welcome to another edition of WFAN Daily with your host, Sal Licata. Don't forget, download, rate, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Also, if you care to interact with this podcast, Hit us up, WFANDaily at gmail.com. I feel like it's hard for you guys to email for some reason. Tweets, yes, but just email. I'm not going to read the tweets. I don't want to read the comments. Some of them I see, but then, you know, the nasty ones, I don't really want to read those, so it it ruins the good ones. Just email me. It makes it easier. WFANDaily at gmail.com, and we'll use those questions or comments in an upcoming mailbag episode. You know, the Knicks just aren't good enough, and that's the bottom line. I know that they're banged up, but The reality is what happened this year when Randall goes down, Ananobi goes down, obviously Mitch Robinson at the beginning of the year, Hartenstein when he goes down, everything gets ruined because the Knicks had to have everything be perfect for them to get a top seed in the Eastern Conference, have a favorable matchup or a more favorable matchup early on and click on all cylinders and get things going and then hope to maybe beat one of the top teams. Now, that plan got blown to smithereens once Julius Randle got hurt. Then we mentioned the other injuries as well. And now you look at this team. They finish up the month of February last night with the loss of the Warriors, who really right out of the gate. I mean, the Warriors were – there there was no doubt who was going to win the game. But the Warriors right out of the gate took control. The Knicks couldn't score a freaking point for the majority of the first quarter. And by the way, can the Knicks please wear white at home? Is it too much to ask? Every single night with these stupid, it's not even the blue jerseys, it's some alternate garbage jersey. I understand that I feel like everything was better back in my day. The 90s were the best. You know, wear white at home, blue on the road. Okay, keep it simple. Even when you added the third alternate back then, not that big of a deal. But now, I mean, at the very least, I don't care if you had 15 jerseys. Can you just wear white at home? That's too much to ask. Anyway, the Knicks at home losing to the Warriors. They've lost, you know, they're they're four and eight to close out February. And As now, we turn the calendar to March, and they hope to get some guys back healthy where Ananobi, I guess, is cleared to start shooting, but no contact just yet. So, I mean, okay, yeah, a step in the right direction, sure. Julius Randle, hopeful at some point soon. Mitchell Robinson at some point. The Knicks expect to get all three of those guys back. But even now, Hartenstein banged up, limited minutes. He's an integral part to this team. And you look at this team, these guys have been exposed. I mean, Josh Hart, I like Josh Hart, you know, good basketball player, 
hustle, effort, defensively rebounding. That can't score. Can't shoot 417 last night. Dante DiVincenzo, who everybody loves. I fight with BT about this all the time. Now, DiVincenzo's been good. Don't get me wrong. He's better as a bench player or a you know fourth or fifth option. He can't be your second option. Look at this team right now without Randall or Ananobi. They don't have it. It's running Brunson in the ground, and that's it. They've got nothing else. Bogdanovich, eh. I mean, Bogdanovich, everybody told me at the deadline. That was another part of this whole thing. Not only the injuries with Randall and Ananobi but, and Hartenstein, but the trade deadline. I told you before they traded for Alec Burks, he sucks. I can't stand Alec Burks. I couldn't stand him last time. I certainly didn't want him back this time, even if it is in a lesser role. And, oh, no, Burks. Oh, I can't wait to have Burks back. Yeah, okay. And that's the Knicks homers telling you that Burks is good. He stinks. Bogdanovich, same thing. Oh, the guy could shoot the lights out. 0 for 7 last night. 0 for 4 from downtown. These guys are inconsistent. I don't care what the numbers say this year. Where are you talking about where they rank with three-point shooting? It's <clears throat> That's not going to get it done. They And obviously now, the rest do a lot more with Randall and Adenobi out. So I understand that this is not who the Knicks are. When they're healthy, when they're full, yeah, maybe they can compete with most teams on any given night. Problem is they're not fully healthy and they're not going to be, be fully healthy for a while. And now you're starting to see other teams in the East catch up with them, like the Miami Heat. And all of a sudden, you're going to look at the standings and if this continues the way the Knicks have been going here the month of February and then it continues on through March here, if they don't get healthy in a hurry, they're going to start to go backwards. Now, they're lucky in a way that Embiid is not there for the Sixers because the Sixers have done the same thing. They have gone backwards. But Miami's starting to come up now just one game back of the Knicks. You got Orlando right there, just one game back of the Knicks. You got Indiana right there, just one game back of the Knicks. That's the difference between where the Knicks are at number four and number eight. And all of a sudden, if you start to do the math and do the matchups, if the Knicks do fall down a little bit, not only you have the play-in thing, but also a less favorable matchup in the first round. And that could mean a first-round exit for a team that, after the Ananobi trade, and even after the trade deadline, where you had homers like Ben Stiller talking about Eastern Conference Finals, I mean, that's what people were thinking. Eastern Conference Finals, oh, we could beat Boston better than Milwaukee, better than the Cavs. Not so fast. And it's easy to dismiss the injuries. Oh, well, they'll be back. Well, they'll be back. Well, will they? And then when they do... Are they going to be as effective? It's why I've been telling you for a couple of weeks now, I, I'm worried about this team. I have concerns. It's not that the players that they have stink. I love Jalen Brunson. I love Julius Randle. I love Anunobi. I love a lot of the guys that they have on this team. I love the makeup of this team, the grit that they play with. The, the problem is the injuries are a part of this season. You can't just ignore it. It happened, and that ruins things. If those guys don't get hurt, and the Knicks keep that momentum going. Who knows where they could finish in the Eastern Conference? I mean, they could get maybe as high as two. They weren't going to catch the Celtics in all likelihood, but they maybe could have gotten as high as two, and that changes a lot of things when you look at the matchup. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. 
Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. And it also reminds you when you look at this team as currently constructed now, minus Randall and Ananobi, and the the limitations of Hartenstein, you know, coming back off the injury, limited minutes here. They're like you could say that they're deep, but they really don't have a lot of depth with those two main pieces out. So the idea, and I fought with BT about this this week, about, oh, the Knicks could still win around if Randall is out. No, that's nonsense. There's no chance the Knicks can win around without Julius Randall. Look at this. Look at this group. And in the postseason, the opponents are going to get better. They're going to turn it up another notch. Where the Knicks right now play max effort every single night, playoffs are going to be even tougher for this group. There's limited talent here. Yeah, I mean, I like Deuce McBride. He's not going to be seeing big minutes in the postseason. I like Jericho Sims. Obviously, he's going to be irrelevant if Mitch Robinson could come back and Hartenstein could play more significant minutes. But Burks, these guys are on the floor. You know, I'm watching a game tonight when Jalen Brunson's getting some rest late in the fourth quarter, and you're looking at it saying, how the hell is this team going to compete? And the answer is, well, they're not. And then even when Brunson comes back in, they still don't have it. It's a it's a one-man show right now. Hardenstein limited. Achua's a nice player, but, you know, he's not a guy. Hard, again, good player, the heart of the team. You know, it can do a little bit of everything, but he's not a guy. I'm talking about scoring. Achua ain't it. Hard ain't it. Bogdanovich ain't it. Inconsistent. Burke certainly ain't it. He stinks. And DiVincenzo is a chucker. He's a volume guy. And he's not as talented as, let's say, a Carmelo Anthony who even then it bothered me the volume that Carmelo would shoot with and call himself a great scorer. DiVincenzo also, for my liking, inconsistent. Yes, he's hit a lot of threes. Yes, he stepped up and filled some of the void in the absence with some of these other guys out. But he can't be the second scoring option. It's just not good enough. You see that against the good teams. You saw it against the Lakers a few weeks back. You saw it last night against the Golden State Warriors. Like He's a nice player, easy to root for, can do some good things. That you, you can't be that reliant on these guys who are inconsistent or the shots to be inconsistent. That's why I love Randall, where he's got a uh, you know a multifaceted offensive game. He could play inside. He could shoot the outside three a little bit. Obviously, Anunobi excels at knocking down the three consistently, which is why you need those go- guys back. Okay, I hear you. Yes, yeah, so well, they're going to get him back. Yeah, but when they do, what place in the standings are they going to be in? And how are those guys going to come back and look, you think they're both going to come back and just not miss a beat? Be exactly what they were pre-injury? I'm not so sure. You better hope that that's the case. And even if it is, there's still going to be the question marks about what this team can do in the postseason because Randall hasn't done that. And I'm not buying that he's going to be 100% healthy. It's just, it's unfortunate, but it already happened. I think a lot of Nick fans are living in denial. Because once that injury happens, you're like, oh, crap, that's it, season over. And then they give you the hope of saying, well, he's going to be back. And then you say, okay, well, season's not over because Randall will be back. He's hurt, he's banged up, but it came at a good time. Maybe he'll get some rest as long as he's back and ready to go before the postseason. That's all that matters. And maybe that does ring to be true. Hopefully that is the case. Well, Randall does come back, looks great, and goes on in the postseason, and the Knicks go on a run, and they look like they did right after the Ananobi trade before all the injuries started to happen. That is a possibility. However, once those injuries took place, everything changed. And what was looking like an incredible season, 
I mean, remember, the Knicks were as hot as any team in the NBA, looking like they could beat anybody on every given night. We weren't talking Eastern Conference. We were talking NBA Finals. We were talking championship. But those injuries change seasons. And unfortunately, it has changed the trajectory of this Knicks season. Even if they get these guys back healthy, they're still not going to be in the position that they otherwise could have been in in the Eastern Conference. And that will alter things. And also, you should now curb your enthusiasm. R.I.P. Richard Lewis. Curb your enthusiasm about these Knicks bench players and how they could carry some of the load without the other guys, or that this team could actually do some damage in the postseason without getting their second-best player back in Julius Randle. That's just complete BS. But a frustrating night for the Knicks last night, a frustrating month for the Knicks. Hopefully March can bring better things. All right, that does it for this edition of WFA and Daily. Remember, download, rate, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Also hit us up, WFANDaily at gmail.com. Comments, questions, whatever's on your mind, we'll answer it for an upcoming mailbag episode. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you Monday on WFA and Daily.